0: This is Seventy Two Nations Conference Call Podcasts. I'm Elvis Iverson, and this uh, with El, with Errol Anderson and um, Betty Olson and Marty P- Paris. Seventy Two Nations Conference Call Podcast is an international project in Seventy Two Nations, where Seventy Two Nations can call into a live conference call for prayer, healing, deliverance, throne room encounters. Angelical encounters, prophecy, visions, social, um, um, um soul presence, God, revival, anointing, and breakthrough. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. Well, when did I start doing this, these conference calls? Well, in, in 2013, the Lord led me. It was me and, um, um, it was, at that time we were S.I.M. Appa started conference call. Hallelujah. And it was Elvis Iverson and Ann and Rodney Folkers. Rodney Folkers is a missioner. He was a person that was um you know, a farmer and, and he um was sawing the, the wind blowing and also he had a, a conversion, hallelujah. And and he would just go to the mountains of Montana and seek the Lord and and he was a missioner, hallelujah. And he was a, a, a pioneer and he's a co laborer, a co laborer. And co-founder for Supplication National Ministries and Global and Commission Pastor Trinity Church, Hallelujah and Hallelujah and Amen. Praise God. And then um, when we form um, Seven Two Nations Conference Call podcast, Hallelujah. Um, the Lord let us do it. Hallelujah. Amen. To reach the Seven Two Nations, because God gave me a dream of Seven Two Nations. Hallelujah, and apostles in Seven Two Nations. Hallelujah. Amen. Um, hallelujah. Errol Anderson is the Burden Bush of North Dakota. Hallelujah. He is an apostolic teacher. Hallelujah. He has been to a, a certain number of nations. Hallelujah. As as a missionary. Hallelujah. And 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 he is a a person that prays and fasts and and um follows the leading of the Lord. Hallelujah. Amen. He is a true. Pentecostal hallelujah. Praise the Lord. An old timer hallelujah that um continues to be renewed by the Holy Ghost. Hallelujah. Amen and and um glory to God and um and and then you have Betty White. Betty White is a intercessor, is, is a leads a prayer group, hallelujah and, and and in the past she was a um part of um administrator and, and intercessor for, for big ministries a couple big ministries in the past how she really influenced and helped and aided and now she's leading this prayer group that meets in phoenix arizona how that that, that's um, praying for divine change in in america and other nations around the world and she moves in healing and deliverance. marty um, um paris um paris is is a warrior of god he is a warrior of god a warrior of God, hallelujah! And and um, he led a, a for a time. He led a, a Spirit Warfare Network in Nebraska, and then the Lord um, called him to help raise up Global and Commission Apostle Trinity Church. Hallelujah! He is one of the pillars and co-founders and co laborers of Global and Commission Apostle Trinity Church. Hallelujah! Praise God, and and I'm glad that he has come a part of a 72 Nations Conference Call podcast. Hallelujah! Praise the Lord, Amen. Hallelujah! And and I'm Elvis Iverson. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah my articles are read um by many across the world um, my ebooks and 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 people watch my seedcast videos and and listen to our podcasts hallelujah praise God I've mentored several people around the world apostles and prophets five ministers business people politicians hallelujah glory to God many people have have been influenced um, by this ministry in India and in the Philippines and Africa and and several nations around the world hallelujah praise God um, I gave my life to Jesus Christ. Amen. Hallelujah! I, w- I was already in a traditional church, but I wanted to know the Lord more, and I kept on calling upon the Lord. And one day, the Holy Spirit—I I- I prayed a prayer, and I said, "I want to serve you all that is in life. I give my life to you." And it was like somebody opened the door of my bedroom. And It was filled with the Holy Spirit, and started speaking tongues. Hallelujah. When I was fourteen years old, hallelujah, I heard the voice minister, my word, the voice of Jesus minister my word, hallelujah, I heard it three times, hallelujah. When I was sixteen, I began to preach the gospel of Jesus Christ, hallelujah. When I was nineteen, hallelujah, I had an encounter of the Lord Jesus Christ in nine, in, in hallelujah, encounter of the Lord Jesus Christ, hallelujah. Jesus Christ appeared to me. he, he asked me how many members I want. And he gave me a vision for my life, a vision for my church, a vision for my ministry, and a vision for Omaha, Nebraska. And he laid his hands upon me and reached his power. You know I mean? And from that day, forward, I saw a in word reverence, apostle reverence, prophetic reverence, the deep prophetic, signs and wonders, hallelujah, the gifts of the Spirit, the bliss gifts of God, hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. Praise God. Um, amen. There was a time. Amen. Right after I got done with Bible college, and I began to minister on the reservations in in Minnesota, South Dakota, and North Dakota, I would have visions, um, 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 several visions of heaven, and some visions of of hell, and and several visions of of our Lord Jesus Christ, and now, and now we're in a day where where I've translated to many nations, and I've also teleported, hallelujah, and um and also um, I um. I've been having visions going up in the throne room every day and exploring the many heavens. God has given me the revelation of the many heavens, hallelujah. But also God has led us to um to plant a church in Omaha, Nebraska called Global First of all, Global Anna Commission Apostle Training Church, Hallelujah. It is a radical, normal church it is. It is um a church of let me tell you, it is um um a community of home churches. Each global anarch is a community of home churches with a sanctuary. And Global Anarch is associated with churches in many cities and many nations. Global Anarch is a radical, normal church, a mission-based church, a home church-based, a family-based church, a house of prayer-based, a supernatural encounter-based. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. And if you're looking for a church, amen, for Global Anarch, you can find us on Facebook uh, or uh, or visit um, ElvisIverson.com. Hallelujah. Praise God. Hallelujah. and so, but Supplication National Ministries has been ministering for years. That's the name of the ministry. Um, Seventeen Nations Common Call Podcast is a part of that, and um, you can visit com and become a partner and plant a seed. Hallelujah, and 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 um, and get connected. Hallelujah. Praise God. Hallelujah. Click on SIM Torch and get connected. Amen. If you want to mail us a donation, you make the checks out to Sublocation National Ministries and the member donation, and the mail to Sublocation International Ministries, P.O. Box eight one three two, Omaha, Nebraska six eight one zero eight. Amen. Hallelujah. Also, you can get by the Cash App, the, uh, the Cash App. It's mo- the money sign. Then SIM Omaha. You can get through PayPal. It's PayPal dot me slash SIM Omaha. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Amen. And and um Amen. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Our messages, um we have our podcast um once a month, hallelujah, except this in December, Hallelujah. And the number to call in is is five one six five nine seven nine eight five seven. Hallelujah. Praise God. And and that is in central time zone. Central time zone. That's central time zone. Hallelujah. Amen. If you're calling from the outside of the usa how you have to enter um that number plus the access code which is three four four one nine two one plus the pound sign also you can go to elvisibes.com hallelujah amen and we have more information about um, um 17-inch comes called pockets we have 70 numbers that, that a number for 70 nations that you can call and also there's an app that you can download you can go to a free conference call and you can download this app, hallelujah! You can download this app, hallelujah! Either on your phone or on your computer, hallelujah! Where you can call in free, and you just got to enter the meeting ID is SIM Team, hallelujah! Praise God! And um, um, one thing is um, you want to ch- with the center Time Zone, hallelujah! Praise God, hallelujah! And if you want to check your time zone, you can go to WorldTimeBuddy.com, hallelujah! Praise the Lord amen hallelujah and glory to god so so um also we have a a partners list amen hallelujah. you want to become um re- receive more from the 72 nations conference call it's a google group hallelujah and you can say hey, just prescribing to your 72 nations conference 72 nations google group hallelujah and also follow elvis eyes on twitter hallelujah praise god and no times and dates hallelujah also, we have a Facebook page for which is Seventeen Nations called Podcast. And after after these messages, after these messages are done, Amen, Hallelujah. They're uploaded to our podcast, Hallelujah, which is Anchor Seventeen Nations. And and also Elvis Iverson has a, a um, podcast, is Anchor FM Elvis Iverson, Hallelujah. Praise God, Hallelujah, Amen. And um. Amen, and and Errol Anderson has his own podcast. Hallelujah, amen. Anchor dot FM slash Errol Anderson, E R R Y, L, and then A N D E R S O N. Amen, hallelujah. Praise praise the Father, the Son, and the Holy Ghost. Hallelujah. Amen. Praise the Lord. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And let me just, I want to pray for everyone here that's listening to this message right now. Hallelujah. I want to pray. Amen. Hallelujah. Praise God. Father, in the throne of the Lord Jesus, I pray, Father, for everyone who's listening to this message. It will influence in the church of the world, of oh God, and the 72 nations, Oh God. Lord, I pray, Lord, let, let many people come from each of these nations into the uh, in, call, in this conference call. Lord, in the name of Jesus and let revival come to the seven two nations of oh God. Raise up apostles, raise up the new, apostle wines, and establish the thesis of the third reverend, establish the reformed grace message of oh God. In the name of Jesus I pray, God, let everyone that has called up that partake, hallelujah, that's influenced by this ministry bring forth multitudes of breakthrough God in the name of Jesus Christ. Oh, God, Lord, I pray, release deliverance, eating, healing, healing, miracles, creating miracles. Release freedom in Jesus' name. Oh God, in Jesus, name, amen. Lord God, I pray, for, all for for breakthroughs, restitution, restoration, restoration, healing. Amen. Hallelujah. And freedom to come to people. In Jesus' name, hallelujah. And for all God, I pray. Amen. I release the revival anointing. Release multitudes of breakthroughs in the name of Jesus Christ. In Jesus' name. Amen. If you don't know Jesus Christ, pray. Let's pray with me. Lord Jesus Christ. I believe you are the Son of God. I believe the Bible is the Word of God. I believe the God of the Bible. I believe in the Trinity of the Father, the Son of the Holy Ghost, three in one. I believe in the virgin birth, the death, burial, and resurrection, and your ascension, and your second coming. I believe that you have forgiven me of all my sins. You washed, my, you washed me from all my sins. You ripped my name in the land, Book of life, and you have saved me. Lord Jesus, come in my heart. Live and abide with me forever. Lord, you could confess you as Savior. Lord, you could confess you as Lord. I know me to serve you all the days of life. Lord, you could save me now. Lord, you could save me. Let me be born again. I commit my life to you. I surrender my life to you. And help me to serve you all the days of my life. Save me now in Jesus' name. Let me be born again in Jesus' name. Come in my heart and live and abide with me forever. Fill me full of the Holy Spirit, the evidence of speaking in tongues. In Jesus' name, amen. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Amen, hallelujah. Well, stay tuned, hallelujah, for our next episode, hallelujah. Praise God. This is just the introduction of of 72 Nations Compass Call Podcast. Hallelujah, amen. Amen, praise the Lord, praise the Lord, hallelujah. Glory to God, welcome back, everyone, hallelujah. This is our, um, uh, our, um... We only have one more um, conference call after this, and that will be um, November 12th at 9 a.m. Central time zone. Please check your your time zone wherever you are at because there's going to be a time zone change. Um, so, um, you know, so, so whatever the – we have listed such in India, whatever time you have to check and and adjust to your – whatever the time zone change. and You know, hallelujah, praise the Lord. And next conference call we are going to do, it's going to be on um, prayers of deliverance. Prayers of deliverance. Just speaking prayers of deliverance. Um, There was this prophet that came to um, Miami, Florida, and, um, and he was part of the healing evangelist, and there was this other guy that wrote this book on Christ the healer. I mean he was getting ready to retire and all that. And he went to this this uh, meeting on that, these meetings, and he saw the word he saw wholesale healing, wholesale healing and deliverance. And what is that is, is that from the platform you can pray culpritive prayers, decorational prayers over the audience and they will be healed and set free. Wow! Hallelujah! Without without going around and laying hands on everyone. Hallelujah! So so wholesale—that's what the, the term call wholesale prayers. It's wholesale healing, wholesale healings, and and um because um, Hallelujah, Errol. Errol, praise God, Errol. Hallelujah! Yeah. We're just talking about. Um next time we'll do prayers of and deliverance and, and I was talking about um this um meeting that was going on um with, with um with um you know, with the healing evangelist hallelujah amen and, and this prophet went to Miami and he would do these wholesale prayers. That's that's the word wholesale prayers. And what you do is is yes, you can lay hands on people who, um individually, but but um, if you have lots and lots of people, it's kind of hard, um, and 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 you get tired after a while. So 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 the word wholesale prayers was used, wholesale healings, and there was this man that wrote that book, Christ the Healer, and he showed up. He was getting ready to retire, and after he saw that, he changed his mind about retiring. Hallelujah. <laughs> Stand on the platform and pray for people to be healed, and they will be healed. Hallelujah, amen. Praise the Lord, amen. amen. We need so, that. So when we, we do prayers that. of deliverance, I really believe um, people are going to be healed, people are going to be set free and delivered. Hallelujah. So you don't have to. You don't have to be on the conference call. You, um, you know. That's why we put it up on the podcast. We put it up on the podcast afterwards. So each time so so you can like you can um 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 click on the link and, and copy it and put on put it on Facebook, put it on Twitter, so people can listen to it and be set free. Be set free in their home, hallelujah. Glory glory to God, hallelujah. Praise God. So um um, I'm gonna have um Betty's gonna share first and then we're gonna do communion and then um um then Arrow is gonna um um share his sermon that he's doing on d- diplomatic community, how this is the last um of this saga diplomatic community and and, um, and next year um um our our last um service for this month is um December twelfth at nine AM Central Time Zone. At least um, there's going to be a time change, and next week next year we'll start in January, and um, I'll be posting those times. and And we're we're changing. We we usually do on the third Saturday. I want to change it to the second Saturday because um, I um there I have other um I'm helping this other ministry go and evangelize, and, and they need my help and all that, and and so we're going to change to that. So is that is that okay with um with um uh, arrow is that okay,
1: yeah, no problem,
0: yeah, okay, good, good, praise God, hallelujah,
1: amen, hallelujah,
0: pray, praise the Lord, glory to God, hallelujah well um amen, let's turn it over to Betty. Amen, praise the Lord.
2: good morning, everybody. <clears throat> I want to talk this morning a little on the kingdom of heaven. <clears throat> We're entering into a, a a realm of God's kingdom. That I believe we're praying for his kingdom to come on earth as it is in heaven. The <laughs> disciples came to Jesus and said, Teach us to pray. And in the Lord's Prayer, he starts out, he prayed, Our Father in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Your kingdom come and will be done on earth as it is in heaven. <clears throat> Jesus talked so much about the kingdom, so many of the parables talked about the kingdom. I'm going to share a lot of scripture this morning on God's kingdom, because I feel it's so important with what's going on right now. I'm going to read one verse first, and I'm going to read that verse last. This is in the book of Revelation, chapter 11, verse 15. The seventh angel sounded, and there were great voices in heaven saying, The kingdoms of this world are becoming the kingdom of our Lord Jesus. And he shall reign forever and ever. Did you catch that? The kingdoms of this world are becoming the kingdoms of our Lord and of, his, and of Christ. And he shall reign forever and ever. <clears throat> we have a big part of bringing in that kingdom on this earth. All the scriptures I'm sharing this morning are what we should be doing to bring forth God's kingdom. One one I'm going to share first is Matthew four seventeen. From that time on, Jesus began to proclaim his message with these words. Keep turning away from your sins and come back to God, for heaven's kingdom realm is now accessible. We are to have God's kingdom on this earth. Do you realize that? God has called us to that. He's put us here to bring this in at this time. What a privilege to be here at this time. It doesn't seem like it right now because things are kind of a mess. <clears throat> Matthew 10.1, Jesus <clears throat> gathered his 12 disciples and imparted to them authority to cast out demons and to heal every sick and every disease. In verse 7 and 8, he says, and as you go, preach this message. Kingdom's heaven realm is accessible." close enough to touch. You must continually bring healing to lepers and to those who are sick and make it your habit to break off the demonic presence from people and to raise the dead back to life. Freely you've received the power of the kingdom, so freely release it to others. The Bible translation that I'm using here is is the new um, Passion Bible. So Jesus and then in, in Luke 9, 1, Jesus summoned together his 12 apostles and imparted on them authority over every demon and the power to heal every diseases. Then he commissioned them to preach God's kingdom realm and to heal the sick and demonstrate that the kingdom has arrived. <clears throat> we are at the point in history where we need to expect these things to happen. He has called us to do them. There are so many scriptures on the kingdom. It is amazing. And the kingdom power and authority is always healing and deliverance. Matthew 17:21 says, The kingdom is not discovered in one place or another, for God's kingdom realm is already existing within some of you. The Lord wants that kingdom realm in each one of us. He's calling us to that walk. In John three three, Jesus was talking to Nicodemus. And he said, Before a person can receive God's kingdom, they must first experience a real an experience a rebirth. We are born again. We get spirit filled. And that kingdom realm is ours to receive. We need to receive it. We need to ask for it and receive it. <clears throat> Matthew sixteen nineteen says, I give you keys to heaven's kingdom realm to forbid on earth that which is forbidden in heaven and to release on earth that which is released in heaven. Do you realize how awesome this is? This is something, and with what was being taught, this next session that we have on deliverance, this is such a vital time to realize how powerful this is for each of us. Matthew 19:14, Jesus overheard them and said, I want the little children to come to me. So never interfere with them when they want to come. For heaven's kingdom's realm is composed of beloved little ones. Listen to this truth. No one will enter the kingdom realm of heaven unless he becomes as these little children. It's that total faith. We need that total faith that he is with us, that he's there, that we walk in this. Matthew 11 says, in the days of John the Baptist until now, the kingdom of heaven suffered violence and the violent take it by force we're a part of that violence we're the army of god the bible says the battle is the lord but it also says we are the battle axe we need to fight for this kingdom to come on this planet at this time we need to fight for the deliverance and the healing in our lives in our family in those around us and in this and our nations we need to fight the battle we're called to fight the battle we're god's battle axe <clears throat> God's kingdom is offered to those who learn the ways of Christ and offer themselves to him in full surrender. We surrender everything to Christ, that his kingdom will come on this earth as it is in heaven. <clears throat> in John 14:12 through 14, it says, The person who follows Jesus in faith, believing in me, will do the same miracles that I do. Even greater miracles than me is because I go to my Father. For I will do whatever you ask me when you ask in my name. That is how the son will show what the father is really like and bring glory to him. Ask me anything and I, will name it, and I will do it for you. That again is from the Passion Bible. We need to ask. We need to receive. We need to walk in God's kingdom greater than we've ever experienced. We're stepping up into a new level of his, his walk. Matthew 10, 7 and 8, 8 says, And as you go, preach, say, The kingdom of heaven is at hand. Heal the sick, cleanse the leper, raise the dead, cast out demons. Now's the time when we need to do this. We have so many young people that have been demonized in our schools because the Satan's been in our colleges and our professors teaching Satanism. It's pathetic. We have work to do, we have a great kingdom. On this earth, coming forth in power and authority. And we take a hold of it and walk in that authority and walk in that power. <clears throat> and John 6, Matthew sixteen nineteen says, I give you keys to the kingdom of heaven. Whatever you bind on earth will be bound in heaven. Whatever you loose on earth will be loosed in heaven. Lord, give us your authority. Give us your anointing. Give us that glory that we may walk, that we may submit our lives to you and be gathered in your kingdom. Lord, that we can be there to heal the sick, to raise the dead, to set the captives free. You have called us to this. Help us not to turn away from what you have promised in your word and told us that we should do. And as it says in Matthew 11:12, and from the days of John the Baptist until now, as I read earlier, the kingdom of heaven suffereth violence, and the violent take it by force. We have seen the kingdom of heaven suffer violence in the last couple years, deciding to close down churches, coming and coming against the people, getting us vaccinated doing all kinds of things against the kingdom of God. The church has been under attack. The kingdom of God has been under attack. And it's time for us to raise up because it says the violent take it by force. We need to do our authority to take back what the devil has stolen. <clears throat> also it says in, in, in uh, John 10:27, my sheep hear my voice. I know them and they will follow me. And then John 10, see, the thief comes but to kill, steal, and destroy. But I've come that you may have life and have it abundantly. We have had too much of the enemy stealing, killing, and destroying people, destroying people, good people in the kingdom of God, destroying children, destroying evil in so many ways. But Jesus said, I came that you may have life and have it abundantly. We need to take a hold and do the part that God has called us to, that we may have that abundant life. We have authority that we didn't realize. We need to step up and walk in that anointing, walk in that power, walk in that authority. Spend our time with Jesus. Spend the time in prayer. Get into the king's realm. I want to read Revelation 11:15 again, which I started with. And the seventh angel sounded, and there were great voices in heaven saying, The kingdoms, get that, the kingdoms of this world are becoming the kingdom of our Lord and of his Christ, and he shall reign forever and ever. Lord, we thank you for this time, that you have put us here on this time. Teach us how to take authority and walk in your kingdom authority. Teach us to walk in your anointing and power greater than ever before, Lord. That we can be vessels of honor, vessels of your power and authority to bring in your kingdom. No more, no more of our children being killed, no more of abortion and babies being murdered, no more, no more of these viruses, no more of these vaccinations, Lord. You came that we may have life and have it abundantly. You came that we would heal the sick and raise the dead. Lord, we thank you and praise you for your anointing upon each of us all, that we take authority and walk in your power and walk in your authority and walk with Christ greater than ever before. We thank you for this in Jesus' name. Amen.
0: Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Amen. Jesus Christ is the Lord. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. Let's, let us take communion. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Amen. Father God, we we sanctify the, um, the bread and, and the wine or the grape juice that's holy unto the Lord. We thank you that by Jesus' stripes we are healed. Lord, we pray, let let renew our youth, renew our health, and renew our strength of God. We thank you, Lord Jesus. We thank you,
2: Lord Jesus.
0: By Jesus' strength, we are healed. Father God, Lord, we pray right now that the healing anointing go through our bodies. Lord God, the Bible says no evil should befall us, No place shall come now or dwelling. Father God, we pray, God. Lord, that nothing will harm us, Oh God. We thank you, Lord, in the name of Jesus Christ, Oh God. We thank you for the body of our Lord, in the name of Jesus, that you receive these stripes upon his back. Hallelujah. Amen. That healing is a finished work, of oh God. Just as the, just as Jesus, um, behold the Lamb of God that comes to take away our sins, he also took away our sicknesses. Oh God, Lord, we take of this bread in the name of Jesus Christ, and we break it and take it in the name of Jesus Christ. Lord, we thank you for the blood of Jesus Christ. We thank you for forgiveness of sins, past, present, and future God. We thank you, Lord, that we are um, washed in the blood because we have divine protection. We have power over death. No curse, no hex, no judgment, no um, um, negative thing or paragraph or whatever. Oh, God can come against us. Oh, God, we are protected. Oh, God, our families are protected. Oh, God, we do this this communion on the behalf of our loved ones. They are protected in Jesus' name. And we are immune and protected from death. Lord God, that we have the unfolding presence of God, that we can sense and know and enjoy the presence of God, that we can come boldly in the throne by the blood of Jesus Christ of God. Hallelujah. And Lord God, that we can flow in the power of God because of the blood of Jesus Christ. Our gospel is a bloody gospel. It is the blood of Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Lord, in this you chose one symbol. You chose, uh, not one symbol, but you chose this symbol as this newfound faith, a cup of wine. Because Christianity is about having a merry heart, enjoying the Lord. Hallelujah. It's about the joy of the Lord. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Lord God, we just pray, Lord, in Jesus, and that you will preserve our bodies. Oh God. And Lord, the blood of Jesus is the foundation of all breakthroughs. Oh God, we thank you, Lord, for breakthroughs in our life. In Jesus' name, that our gospel is a miracle gospel. Hallelujah. Lord, we thank you, Lord, for the blood of Jesus Christ. Hallelujah, that was shed. Hallelujah. It was shed in AD 33. Hallelujah. Hallelujah, the blood of Jesus Christ. Hallelujah, that we are washed in this blood. We are cleansed in this blood. Hallelujah. We are protected in this blood. We are covered in the blood of Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Lord God, we pray for a transfusion of the blood of Jesus to our own entire body. In Jesus' name. Lord, your blood applies to our spiritually, our mentally, our, our physically, our financially, and socially, God. Every area of our life. In the name of Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. No demon. No fallen angel can come against the blood of Jesus. No dictator, oh God, no anything can come against the blood of Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Lord, we drink of this blood. We drink of the grape juice and wine. Hallelujah. In Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Amen. We thank you, Lord, in remembrance of what you have done on your death, your burial, and your resurrection. In Jesus' name. Amen. Hallelujah. We'll be
1: praise the Lord
0: before we um, turn it over to Errol. We're going to pray for Christian Sam. How he asked us to pray for him. So, um, uh, so if if you're still here, let's let's pray. Um, Errol, are you still here? Errol.
1: Yeah, yeah, still here.
0: Um, Yeah, Christian Sam wants prayer. He's he's being attacked in his body and um and, you, you know suffer from sicknesses and and he has request for prayer and, and I would like you to you you to to begin with that if you can hallelujah
1: thank you Jesus hallelujah, hallelujah. you are counselor you are the mighty God you are el- Shaddai. you are a god of more than enough You are the God of the holy mountain. You are the God who is the destroyer of our enemies. You are mighty God. You are the everlasting father. You are the eternal father. You are the prince of peace. You are Jehovah. Shalom. You are Yahweh. Shalom. You are... You alone are the creator of heaven and earth. You are awesome in all of your ways. You are Yahweh. Yahweh Yeshua. Yeshua is Yahweh. Blessed be your holy name. We lift up Chrissy Sam before your throne of grace right now. And we ask for mercy and help. In a time of need, we ask, Lord, stretch out your mighty right hand and touch him from the top of his head to the soles of his feet. In the name of Jesus, bring forth strength and encouragement. In the name of Jesus, by your stripes, he's already been healed. By your stripes, all of his sins are forgiven. Are forgiven. Your blood, your blood has made him a king and a priest unto the most high God. You are able to reach across the miles. We can't touch them, we can't see them, but by your word and by your spirit, by the mighty right hand of the Lord, by that same outstretched arm that you made the heavens and the earth, by that same outstretched arm that you defeated the enemies before David, before Jonathan. By that same outstretched arm, we ask that you touch Chrissy Sam right now. Bless him in Jesus' name. From the top of his head to the soles of his feet. Fill him with your presence. Fill him with the glorious Holy Ghost from the soles of his feet the top of his head that his cup runneth over with joy forevermore joy unspeakable for it's the joy of the lord is our strength just as elvis was praying about the the wine that the the joy the exuberance is in you lord Fill him with the new wine. Fill him with the new wine. Fill him with the new wine. Fill him, fill him, fill him, fill him, fill Chrissy Sam with the new wine. In the name of Jesus. And that the blood of Jesus, the blood of the Lamb, runs through his veins. He's been purchased with the prices, uh, with the precious blood of Jesus Christ. He's no longer his own. He's a temple of the Holy Ghost. He's a temple of the living God. And we ask, Lord, for the fire, the light, the revelation of the lampstand of the menorah in the temple to shine brightly within Chrissy Sam. And the light dispels every form of darkness in Jesus' name. There is no darkness any place where the light is on. And the light is in him. Fill him with the wine. Fill him with the oil from heaven. Fill him, fill him, fill him. Rain down showers of blessing upon him. And we thank you for it in Jesus' name. Bless your son, Chrissy Sam. Strengthen him. And I pray for the diplomatic immunity to be upon him. In Jesus' name, thank you, Lord. Amen.
0: amen. Father God, Lord, we just thank you for Christ's Sam. We thank you for the wholeness of God. Lord God, we know your will, God, in Jesus' name. It's not ifs or buts. It's yes and amen. Lord God, by faith, we lay hands on him in Jesus' name. The Bible says, "Lay hands on the sick, and they shall recover." Right now, we're believing that he's being totally healed in every part of his body. The Bible says, "By Jesus Christ, we are healed." Father God, release radical healing, the healing waters, and healing through all His body in the name of Jesus Christ. Father God, we pray for breakthroughs and miracles, oh God, in all areas of His life. Lord God, Lord, we pray. Oh, God, in the name of Jesus Christ, the touch of God in every area of his life, the favor of God, the goodness of God to manifest, the manifestation of the Holy Spirit in every area of his life. Lord, we pray for prayer fulfillment and prophetic fulfillment. Lord God, we pray, Lord God, in Jesus' name. God, that he will be a voice in India, that he will be a voice in his neighborhood, in his community, oh, God, in in that state. In that nation. That so he will be a voice. In Jesus name. Hallelujah. A voice of healing. A voice of breakthrough. A voice of God's goodness. Hallelujah. In the name of Jesus That you will realign. And bring him into that. And bring forth the means. For the the mean. Lord we pray. In Jesus name. For the platform. We pray for favor and open doors. Continue us. Open doors, open doors that will be continuous open and that it can never be closed. That he will be able to minister and speak and, and, and minister deliverance. Lord, intervene in every area of his life, O oh God. Let nothing be held back, O oh God. Let nothing be held back no more in Jesus' name. Lord God, I pray for the means and the way and the finances of God to come forth in the name of Jesus Christ, O oh God. In Jesus' name, in Jesus' name, in amen. Jesus' name, in Jesus' name, it is not but if it's yes and amen, it's yes and amen, hallelujah. It's not if it be my will, it is the will of God, in the name of Jesus Christ, amen, hallelujah, hallelujah, amen, hallelujah, amen, amen. hallelujah. Amen. hallelujah. Amen. Um we'll tur- turn over to um um Errol right now to begin his um on the Democratic community. Amen. To
1: God be all the glory, amen. Amen, hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you, Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. Every knee will bow. And every tongue confess in heaven, on earth, and under the earth, that Jesus Christ is Lord, that he is Yahweh, that he is glorious, that he and he alone is God. He is Emmanuel. He's the word that became flesh. God manifested in the flesh. He's the Lord God Almighty. He's the Alpha and the Omega, the beginning and the end, the first and the last. And he is holy, 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 holy. We thank you, Lord, in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. We are going into, hallelujah, the last segment of Diplomatic Immunity, Part 4. And uh, I guess it's just fitting that this will be the last time I speak this year, and so that this will be the last uh, a portion of this. Don't want to uh, continue it into 2023. But I do, bl- I do pray that the truth and the impact And the ramifications of this teaching on diplomatic immunity goes into 2023, goes into 2024, goes into 2025, goes into 2026, goes into your heart and into your life that you will be resilient, that you'll have diplomatic immunity, as you preach, the kingdom of God is at hand. Without diplomatic immunity, you're going to be flat on your back all the time. But with diplomatic immunity, you can go forth in the promises, in the blessings of God. Hallelujah. I've never said this part of it before, just kind of a... Side note here, uh, but if anybody ever wants to contact me, I'm an old-timer. My main form of contact is through email, and if anybody ever has questions or needs additional prayer, you can contact me. At my email, and at this email, it is the main point fifty one at gmail.com. Again, it's the main point fifty one at gmail.com. It's all lowercase le- uh, letters T H E M A I N P O I N T five one gmail.com I believe that's a a way that anybody in the world can contact me and it's hey it's free of charge amen hallelujah, hallelujah. diplomatic immunity part 4 so this again it I said in the beginning that I'd go over these six uh, portions of Scripture every time because these are important. You know, so oftentimes people come to church, they don't expect anything because nothing ever happens, and they leave unchanged, and they just expect that because that's just what church has become. It's become a religious activity activity. But very few people come with paper and pencil, paper and pen, and actually write stuff down to meditate on it later. Most people come and they sit there with a blank look on their face. They might, and and today very few people even bring Bibles with them. They bring their phones with them and they have all the possibility of translations on their phone and they'll sit there and do their little fingertip thing with their phone. But there's no way that they can, there's no way there is absolutely no way that anybody can memorize or remember the scriptures, even the ones that Betty just spoke. If nobody was writing them down I challenge anybody to, to remember 10 of them that she spoke. Remember five of them that she spoke. Can you even remember two of them that she spoke? Can you take them and mem- and, and, and meditate on them? And yet that's what most people do every Sunday and every time they get together, they sit there in their pew and they have a blank look on their face. They might say amen, and they might have a smile, but they might have a blank look. But they they come in, and they go out the same way they came in. So as I finish this part four, I pray that you copy these down and that you get them into your soul. 2 Corinthians 5.20 is where I'm drawing this from. Therefore, we are ambassadors of Christ. Therefore, we are ambassadors of Christ. And as ambassadors, we have an, um, uh, an opportunity to have diplomatic immunity. God has given it to us. It's throughout his word. And even what I share with you in these four or five segments, portions that I've spoken beforehand in previous months, there's so much more than what I'm even sharing. And I'm hoping that when I share these scriptures, that as you read the Psalms and you read the Old Testament, you read the prophets, you read the history, the books of history, you read the New Testament letters, the epistles, (coughs) that what I've shared previously will also open up other verses to you because there's so much more than what I've even given you. But these are the cornerstones, so to speak. Jesus is the cornerstone, and he's the word, and the word is the cornerstone because he's the word, the living word, and so this is the cornerstone. 2 Corinthians 5.20, therefore we are ambassadors for Christ. We're diplomats. Mark chapter 5. Mark chapter 5. Verse 36. Jesus says, only believe. Only believe. Oh, but we would only believe what jesus said too oftentimes people read but they really don't believe they read over because they've read books in school they were fiction they were perhaps nonfiction, but they read different things in school and a lot of times people don't realize that this is the living word of God. This book is the only book like it in the history of the world. This is God's word from Genesis 1:1 to Revelation 22. This is not fiction. This is living and powerful and sharper than any two-edged sword. Only believe Second, uh, chapter two of Colossians, chapter two of Colossians, verse 15, 2 of Colossians. Having disarmed principalities and powers, he made a spectacle of them triumphing over them in it. As Betty spoke about the kingdom of God, Jesus is the king over a kingdom. Over a kingdom, there is a king. Jesus is the king over the kingdom. Principalities, there's princes over principalities. There's a king over a kingdom, and there's a prince over a principality. And if we don't have the diplomatic immunity understood and we're walking in it, the principalities will take you out. But if you understand what diplomatic immunity is and what God has given us in his word by his promise, You'll take the principalities out. You'll take the princes out. In Jesus' name. Luke chapter 10. Luke chapter 10, verse 19. Behold, I give you authority to trample on serpents and scorpions and over all the power, over all the power, over all the power of the enemy and nothing shall by any means hurt you. Nothing, no thing, nothing, 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 no thing shall by any means hurt you. So why is it that people are always being brought down and in an onslaught? They sound like their life is like a life of Job. It's because they don't have the word. They don't understand the word. Nothing by any means shall harm you. He's given you all authority over serpents and scorpions, over all the power of the enemy, and nothing by any means shall hurt you, shall harm you. Second Thessalonians chapter three. Second Thessalonians chapter three verse three. Second Thessalonians three three But the Lord is faithful who will establish you and guard you from the evil one. Only believe. The Lord will guard you from the evil one. The Lord is faithful. I was working in a, I was ministering at a church in Doubles Lake, North Dakota. Doesn't matter what the name is. But it was wintertime, and one of these good old-fashioned three-day winter blizzards came in. I was up on the third elevation of a building; was, my apartment was the three ele- three stories high downtown, and the blizzard came in on a Thursday night, and the weather forecaster had forecasted this to be a rip-snorting storm and cautioned everybody. And Thursday night, people were driving up and down. You know how it is downtown in a, in a, in a city. People are driving up and down the streets, the kids, and they're cruising. And, and who knows all what's going on, but their traffic was busy, busy, busy as the storm was moving in. And uh, the weather reports were still going out saying, you know, uh, this is a dangerous storm. Uh, Get home. Friday morning I got up and I looked out the window. And we had already gotten about uh, 18 inches of snow with 30, 40-mile-hour winds, maybe 50-mile-hour winds. And the cars that were traveling on the streets below we were all stuck, every which way. There was no traffic moving whatsoever. The streets were blocked. And the storm continued to blow all day, Friday, Friday night, Saturday, Saturday night. Sunday morning I got up, the, st- the skies were blue some of you won't understand this, but it was 32 below zero. And I looked down, we had about 24 or 26 inches of snow. And with the wind, there were huge snow banks down there and cars were covered up with snow banks and there was absolutely uh, no movement whatsoever. And the old building that I was living in The windows leaked so bad on it, if I would have had a match and lit it and and, uh, stuck it by a window, it probably would have blown it out. And the wind was uh, like, the temperature was like 32 below zero. The wind was still uh, blowing a little bit, probably 15 or 20 miles an hour. It wasn't as high as what it had been a couple days before. But I got on my knees and I said, God. Your word says, In everything give thanks, for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus for you. I said, I've lived in this state for over 40 years. I think I was 42 years old at the time. And I said, I don't know how to give you thanks for a day like this. I have to go down and shovel the sidewalk. I don't have a snowblower. All I have is a shovel and I have to go down and shovel the sidewalk and I don't know how to give you thanks for a day like this it's 32 below zero outside and I just don't know how to do that and the Lord spoke to me and he said do you remember my servant Noah I said well uh uh, yeah kind of I said, I don't, and I've never really met him, but I, I do remember reading about him. And the Lord said, what did I tell him when he disembarked off the ark? In Genesis 8, this is what the word of the Lord said. While the earth remains, there will be seed time and harvest. And he said, have I ever failed to bring seed time and harvest? I said, well, not that I know of, Lord. But I'm only 42 years old. But as far as I know, there has always been a seed time and harvest. He said, have I ever failed to bring the sun up and to bring the sun down? Have I ever failed to bring day and night? I said, Not that I know of, Lord. It's been day and night ever since Genesis 1-1 when you spoke it into existence. He said, have I ever not caused winter and summer to be in this place? I said, "Uh, surely not. I said, it has been winter and summer every year that I have lived in this state. And he said, have I ever caused it not to be cold or heat. I said, truly, surely not. Every year that I've lived here, it has been cold, and it has been hot. In my life, I have seen the temperature in North Dakota as high as 114 degrees. I was working outside that day. I remember that day. I was young, I was probably, I don't know, 10, 11, 12 years old, but I still remember that day because it was so blasted hot. It was 114 degrees here and I was working outside. But I also remember in 1991, I was a foreman on a job in Larimore, North Dakota And it was 42 below the morning that I was going to work, 42 below zero Fahrenheit, and I was driving to work. I said, I have surely seen the cold and the heat, and the Lord spoke this to me. He said, I have never failed to bring seed time and harvest. I have never failed to bring cold and heat. I I never told you how cold it was going to get and I never told you how hot it was going to get. He said, I've never failed on winter and summer and I have never failed on day and night. They shall not cease as long as this earth remains. He said, if you can't find anything else to thank me for, when it's 32 below 0 outside you have to go out and shovel if you can't think of anything else to thank me for that if you hold a uh, lit match in front of the window and it blows it out and it's cold in your room if you can't thank me if you can't think of anything to thank me for he said thank me for my faithfulness because i'm faithful to my word i am faithful to my word of promise I am faithful to the living word. What I say shall happen, and thank me for my faithfulness. And so in 2 Thessalonians 3.3, he says, But the Lord is faithful, who will establish you and guard you from the evil one. It's a faithfulness of God that he will guard you. But see, a lot of people don't believe that. They believe the lies that their pastors and their churches have told them. They believe the deception that has come into the church, that the enemy can attack you and the enemy is stronger than you and the enemy is going to take you out and the enemy is going to do this. And the enemy. A lot of places they find out more about the power of Satan than, they talk, than about the power of God and the victory. He says that, Paul says, I thank the Lord that he always leads me into triumph in Christ Jesus, that we're more than conquerors, that we're victors. Through our God, we shall do valiantly. It's through our God that we are victors. John, the Gospel of John, chapter 17. The Gospel of John, chapter 17, verses 15 through 18. I do not pray that you should take them out of the world, but you should keep them from the evil one. Now, again, this is Jesus' prayer. He's saying that you keep them from the evil one. Why don't we just believe what the word says? Why do we believe the lie of the enemy about how strong he is? Why don't we believe what the word says? that you should keep them from the evil one. They are not of this world, just as I am not of this world. Sanctify them by your truth. Your word is truth. As you sent me into the world, I also have sent them into the world. As you sent me into the world, I have sent them into the world. Luke chapter 9. Luke chapter 9, verse 44. Let these words sink down into your ears. Let these words sink down into the ears, into the ears of your spirit man, into the ears of your inner man into the ears of the eternal man. Your outward man is perishing, but the inner man is going to live eternally. Let these words go down into the ears of the eternal man. We had a guy in Fargo when I lived there. He claimed he was on Satan's top 10 hit list. Really. I think it's time to grow up into who we are in Christ. There's all kinds of people who have vain imaginations. Really. He was on Satan's top ten hit list. In the entire world, this man felt that he was on Satan's top ten hit list. Really. I think he watches too many freaky cartoons. He watches Walt Disney. He doesn't consider what the word of the Lord says. There's many people that have vain imaginations. So let's go to Isaiah chapter 49. We're going to spend a little time in Isaiah. Isaiah chapter 49 verses 25 and 26. Isaiah chapter 49 verses 25 and 26. But thus says the Lord, this is Yahweh, this is Jesus. This is the Lord of hosts. This is the King of glory. This is the Lord of glory. This is the creator of heaven and earth speaking. Even the captives of the mighty shall be taken away. And the prey of the terrible be delivered. For I, everybody says I, for I, not me, Not me, I'm not talking about I. This is the Lord speaking. This is Yahweh speaking. This is Jesus speaking. For I will contend with him who contends with you, and I will save your children. I will feed those who oppress you with their own flesh, and they shall be drunk with their own blood as with sweet wine. All flesh shall know that I, the Lord, am your Savior and your Redeemer, the Mighty One of Jacob. I will contend with him who contends with you. I will save your children. I will feed those who oppress you with their own flesh. Let's go to the next chapter. Chapter 50, verse 7 and 8. For the Lord God will help me. Therefore, I will not be disgraced. Therefore, I have set my face like a flint, and I know that I will not be Ashamed, he is near who justifies me. Listen, we're not justified because of what of who we are, we're not justified because of where we live or how we live, we're justified because of the blood of Jesus, we're justified because of our faith in Him, we're justified. Because we have been cleansed by the blood of the Lamb of God. We're justified by him, by faith in him. We are justified. He is near who justifies me. Who will contend with me? Let us stand together. Who is my adversary? Let him come near me. Surely the Lord God will help me. Who is he who will condemn me? Indeed, they will all grow old like a garment. The moth will eat them up. This is what the Lord will do because we're justified in him. The Lord will protect you. The Lord will keep you from the evil one. The Lord, the Lord will contend with him who contends with you because he purchased you with his blood because you are his son and a daughter. You are kings and priests. Any of you that are parents and you have children and especially when they were small whether it was a dog that was coming towards them or a a, you know a reprobate another child or whatever you were there to protect your children well so is God he is the father he is there to protect you because you are his child Let's go to chapter 54, chapter 54 of Isaiah. And here's one that people really mess up on. I can't believe it because I hear people mess this one up constantly. Hear me out. Isaiah 54, verse 16 and 17. Behold, I have created the blacksmith who blows the coals in the fire, who brings forth an instrument for his work, And I have created the spoiler to destroy. No weapon formed against you shall prosper. And here's the problem. I hear people say that all the time. No weapon formed against me will prosper. No weapon formed against me will prosper. But the problem is that's all they know. And they keep repeating it. And yet they're defeated. They walk a defeated life. You know why? because they don't follow through with what it says. No weapon formed against you shall prosper, and every tongue which rises against you in judgment you shall condemn. This is the heritage of the servants of the Lord, and their righteousness is from me, says the Lord. See, we can quote the first part of that. No weapon formed against me will prosper, but if I don't follow through and condemn the tongue that rises in judgment against me, Then I'm just saying it all in vain. I have to condemn the tongue that rises in judgment against me. It's the whole verse, not just the part. Psalm forty four. If we don't if we don't follow through, if we don't follow through with that verse in Isaiah verse seventeen Psalm 44, verse 15 and 16 is the outcome of it. My dishonor is continually before me, and the shame of my face has covered me because of the voice of him who reproaches and reviles because of the enemy and the avenger, because of the voice of him who, who reproaches and reviles because of the voice of the one who rises in judgment against you. If you don't condemn that tongue, this is the outcome. You can you can quote the first part of that all you want. No weapon formed against me will prosper. No weapon formed against me will prosper. But if you don't condemn the tongue that rises in a, uh, in judgment against you and condemn it, then this is the outcome of it because you're listening to the voice of the enemy and the avenger rather than the voice of God's word. And you say, well, how can I condemn the tongue? How can I condemn the tongue that rises in judgment against me? In the Psalms, there's 12. We're just going to go to one. Go to Psalm 109. Go to Psalm 109. But in the Psalms, there are 12 what is called imprecatory Psalms. And you've got to do your own study. Study to show yourself approved, a worker that needeth not be ashamed, rightly dividing the word of truth. These imprecatory Psalms are Psalms to bring curses, basically. But you have to understand that our warfare is not against flesh and blood. So don't go using this against your neighbor across the street or down the block. Don't use this against anybody in your church. Don't use this against anybody that's in the White House or in Congress or in any other nation. Our warfare is not against flesh and blood. These imprecatory prayers, there's 12 of them in the Psalms, and I'm not going to go over every one. I'm just going to go over a portion of Psalm 109. And this is how you condemn a tongue that rises in judgment against you. Verse 17, as he loved cursing, so let it come to him. As he did not delight in blessing, so let it be far from him. As he clothed himself with cursing as with his garment, so let it enter his body like water and like oil into his bones. Let it be to him like the garment which covers him and for a belt with which he girds himself continually. Let this be the Lord's reward to my accusers and to those who speak evil against my person. That's how you come against the tongue of judgment that rises against you. God says, I will contend with him who contends with you. But he gives us his word. Just as Jesus was tempted in the wilderness for those 40 days, he defeated the enemy with, thus saith the word of God. And that's how we'd also do it. Let's go to Luke chapter 1. Luke chapter 1. Hallelujah. Luke chapter 1. I'm talking about diplomatic immunity and what God has given us. Diplomatic immunity. We're going to Luke chapter 1. We're going to start in verse 67. Now his father Zacharias was filled with the Holy Ghost and prophesied. So we can say that this is what thus saith the Lord. Is that not right? This is what thus saith the Lord. I'm so glad that Jesus didn't speak King James' language. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Verse 68. Blessed is the Lord God of Israel, for he has visited and redeemed his people. Are you redeemed of the Lord? Let the redeemed of the Lord say, so. So everybody that's listening to this say, so. All right, 69, and has raised up a horn of salvation for us in the house of his servant David. Verse 70, as he spoke by the mouth of his holy prophets who have been since the world began, that we should be saved from our enemies. That's terrorists included. We should be saved from our enemies and from the hand of all who hate us to perform the mercy promised to our fathers and to remember his holy covenant, the oath which he swore to our father Abraham. Remember, by faith we are children of Abraham. It's not by flesh and blood. It's not by ancestry. It's by faith that anybody that has faith in Jesus Christ is a son of Abraham is if he's our father to grant us that we being delivered from the hand of our enemies might serve him without fear i'm talking about diplomatic immunity being delivered from the hand of our enemies we might serve him god without fear he translated us from the kingdom of darkness to the kingdom of his dear son of love. We've been translated. We are in his kingdom. And when we're in his kingdom, we might be able to serve him without fear. Verse 75, in holiness and righteousness before him all the days of our life. He said, be ye holy as I am holy. Without holiness, no man will see the Lord. Holiness is not a book of rules of do's and don'ts. And I'm not going to get into that because that's a whole new, a whole other teaching on what holiness is, but I'll just sum it up like this. Without holiness, no man will see the Lord. We'd best be living a holy life. Because Ephesians chapter 4, verse 27, it says, give no place to the devil. As a spirit-filled Christian, we can give place to the devil. We can give place to the devil through unbelief. We can give place to the devil through the movies we watch, through the TV, through the television, through the Internet, through the books that we read. We can give place to the devil even through the thoughts that we have. And it's a command of the Holy Ghost It's a command of the Lord. Give no place to the devil. We give place to what his promises say. We give place to what his word says. Matthew chapter 21. Matthew chapter 21. Verse 21 and 22. We're talking about diplomatic immunity. So Jesus answered and said to them, Assuredly, I say to you, if you have faith and do not doubt, you will not only do what was done to the fig tree, but also if you say to this mountain, Be removed and cast into the sea, it will be done. And all things, whatsoever you ask in prayer, believing, you will receive. See, there's a lot of people that pray they really don't believe a lot of times people have been even from their youth they memorized a prayer to say a blessing on your food say you know around the table but it's just a memorized prayer and they just say it out of tradition they just say it out of memory but there's no belief in it there's a lot of people that pray but they don't pray believing when they pray if it's your god if it's your will god you may as well walk out if it's your if it's your will lord that he be healed hey, forget it. There's no faith there at all. As soon as they say, if, there is no faith. All things, whatsoever you ask in prayer, believing you will receive it, period. Still talking about diplomatic immunity. Let's go to Psalm 121. We're just about done. Hang on. We're just about done. Psalm 121. It's an awesome psalm. Have I ever told you how awesome God is? He really is awesome. Psalm 121, verse 7 and 8. The Lord shall preserve you from all evil. Why can't we believe that? The Lord will preserve you from all evil. The Lord will preserve you from the evil one. He will keep you from the evil one. Why can't we believe that? The Lord shall preserve you from all evil. He shall preserve your soul. The Lord shall preserve your going out and your coming in from this time forth and even forevermore. I'm talking about diplomatic immunity. He shall preserve your going out. He shall keep your going out and your coming in from this time forth and forevermore. It's his word of promise. It's his word of truth. But oh, if we could only believe it. Amen? We have to believe what his word says. This man in Fargo that thought that he was on Satan's top ten hit list was only deceiving himself and he was deceiving everybody that he spoke that to so I want to just end this again with just these two verses alone these two verses alone should seal it forevermore And going back to John 17, verse 15, I do not pray that you should take them out of the world, but that you, you God, you should keep them from the evil one. Just that verse alone gives you diplomatic immunity. But let's go to 2 Thessalonians chapter 3 again. Second Thessalonians chapter 3, verse 3. But the Lord is faithful. The Lord is faithful. If we are faithless, he will not deny himself because he's faithful. That's one of his names, faithful and true. The Lord is faithful, who will establish you and guard you from the evil one. Just those two verses alone. And John 17.15. And 2 Thessalonians 3.3. 3, gives you diplomatic immunity. If you could only believe it. And that's your challenge. Take these words. And get them down into your heart. Take these words. And get them down into your ear. Take these words. And get them down into your very spirit. Take these words. And. Meditate on them. Ruminate on them. Chew on them. Eat on them. Drink on them. Drink, 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 drink. The Lord says, open your mouth wide and I will fill it. He says, he desires us to be drinking of the new wine every day. And we can drink of the new wine every day and walk in diplomatic immunity and go forth in our communities, our states, our nations, and the nations of this world with diplomatic immunity that the evil one cannot touch us because God will contend with him who contends with you. So as I end this part four of Diplomatic Immunity, I pray, Lord, that everyone that hears this message, not only today, but on podcasts from this day forward, that there's an understanding that comes into their heart, there's an understanding that comes into their spirit, that God will protect them from the evil one that he has given us all authority over serpents and scorpions and over all the power of the enemy and nothing, no thing, nothing, no thing shall by any means harm us or hurt us. I pray that this word, the word of the Spirit of God, the word that's living and powerful and sharper than any two-edged sword, This word that became flesh and dwelt amongst us, this living word would dwell deep in your hearts, deep in your spirit, and it would grow roots downward and bring forth fruit upwards unto holiness. By the anointing of the word of God, by the anointing of the spirit of God, By the anointing of the Eternal One, of the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords and the God of Gods, by the anointing that comes from Him and Him alone, I destroy every yoke of vain imagination, I destroy every yoke of false teaching. I destroy every yoke of denominational foolishness. I destroy every yoke of falsehood, of every yoke of the wiles of the devil, of every yoke of the deception of the devil, of every yoke of lie from the enemy to anybody who listens to this message. I declare diplomatic immunity, that you walk with freedom, that you walk with power, that you walk with authority, that you walk declaring the kingdom of heaven, the kingdom of God is now, the kingdom of God of heaven, and earth is here now. Opening the blind eyes, setting the captives free, opening the prison doors, raising the dead, healing the sick, cleansing the leper, healing all who are oppressed of the devil, and bringing them into the freedom and the liberty that's in Christ Jesus. I declare unto you diplomatic immunity. I declare unto you the word of the Lord. I declare unto you the promise of God. I declare unto you the protection of God. I declare unto you the love of the Savior. I declare unto you the name of the great I am. And he said, by this name I will be known through every generation. I am that I am. I am your healer, I am your high tower, I am your fortress, I am your deliverer, I am the door, I am the way, the truth, and the life, I am the resurrection and life, I am. I declare the name of the great I am unto you. Jesus Christ is Yahweh. Jesus is Yahweh. Yahweh Yeshua. I declare him and his word and his word of promise unto you, and his word of protection unto you, as ambassadors of Christ, going forth into all the nations of the world, into your cities, into your communities, into your neighbors, wherever. That you declare the kingdom of God is here reconciling the world unto God because Christ is pleading through you because you died and your life is hidden in Christ and you are seated with him in heavenly places. You are no longer your own. You are a child of God. You are a son and a daughter. You are a king and a priest of the Most High. I declare it. I proclaim it and I give it unto you as the word of the Lord proclaims. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. Amen, amen, amen.
0: Hallelujah, hallelujah.
1: Oh, thank you.